The Ain't No Fang Podcast. From Arizona Sports, Ain't No Fang. Well, the regular season is over, but that doesn't mean that we are done. I'm Steve Zinsmeister, and it's Cody Fincher. Nothing is over! Nothing is over! Nothing. Nothing! You just don't turn it off! We are going to talk all things Arizona Diamondbacks, which there's not a lot of news, but there's some stuff that you need to know. And then we're going to move on to uh, some things that happened at the end of the regular season. And then we're also going to talk about the big free agents and where they're going to go. We're going to tell you exactly where they're going to go. Oh, this will go well. <laughs> we're never wrong. Just based on our history doing this podcast, we're yeah. going to say these things. And all of these guys are going to sign today with the wrong teams. Five minutes after we release the podcast. Five minutes after we press publish. Yeah. Well, if everything that you and I said came to be, then I'm pretty <laughs> sure the White Sox would have won the World Series and bunch of other stuff we got wrong in the postseason yeah it was a crazy postseason by the way i don't know if we've had the opportunity to just kind of sit back and like observe everything that happened we talked after the world series ended but just kind of to reflect on the year that it was i think it was a really good year for baseball it was otani just won the mvp unanimous mvp shohei otani i feel good about uh the atlanta braves bryce harper is really trying to stick it to me i didn't understand bryce harper winning the mvp he's really trying to stick it to me i didn't think he should i i have been on record saying i think bryce harper is overrated i wrote an article my uh freshman year of college was also the year that uh mike trout and bryce harper were both rookies Mm -hmm. and i wrote an article in college about how i would rather have bryce harper than mike trout (laughs) because bryce harper plays harder Shows more effort. What he, an idiot I was. He did play like a he's cra- won two MVPs. He so did I'm not bad, play like guess, a crazy but, person when he first yeah. started. Like remember when he ran into the wall in Dodger Stadium? That was the perception. That was the perception. But he was also not running through the first base on groundouts. Right. So, you know, well, there it you is go. what it is. But Mike Trout had a pretty good career too. I honestly thought, even though he missed a bunch of games, the real NL MVP, like actually MVP to their team, was Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, like they the Padres were terrible without him. Yeah, well, okay, and they you started make that winning argument. games when he came back. I, I but they collapsed. I would have so. given it to Juan Soto. Yeah, who is literally the only good player in Washington. <laughs> I mean, and you can't even make the argument. Well, he's not on a playoff team. Well, neither was Shohei Otani. So, yeah, or or Bryce Harper, or Vlad, <laughs> or Vlad. Yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, yep, none of the guys who were considered for the MVP nope. were on playoff teams. So that is that. It's interesting. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some of the things that the Diamondbacks are doing. They just announced uh, some new hires. We talked about Jeff Bannister is going to be the bench coach for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, they just added Brent Strom, who is an elder statesman of sorts. He was the pitching coach in Houston for I believe the last seven years. Um, he's been widely responsible for a lot of the great pitching that they've had going on in Houston for the last Especially this past decade. season where they had a lot of young guys come up and, and pitch yeah. with... Luis Gar- Garcia, Garcia was up yeah. for Rookie of the Year. Christian Javier, Fran Bravaldez. A lot of good pitchers. Lance McCullers is a good pitcher. Um, yeah, and they they were able to get him away from Houston uh, somehow. I don't know how much he's getting paid. Maybe he's getting paid a lot. Uh, but Well, apparently he lives in Tucson. Oh yeah, that's right. Brent Strom lives in right. Tucson, so like it's not too far from it's, home. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. It's a couple hours, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it, it seems like the D the D backs are going toward this. Let's get a bunch of experienced coaches in here, and hopefully, maybe that translates to maybe them going out and actually on the market and getting some guys no. here. No, let me dream. No, damn you, that's not gonna let happen. me. 
Let me dream. No, but I'll tell you what it does do. It creates a culture where it's sensei and student. You know what I mean? Like, their next season is not about wins and losses. Mr. Miyagi and Danielson. Yes. Wax on, wax off. Next season's not about wins and losses at all. Tori Lovello's not going to be judged on how many games he wins next season. We already know this team sucks. I'm sorry to say it, but this team was the second worst team by record. Well, the Orioles wanted a tiebreaker, but let's be honest. The Diamondbacks are in a worse spot than the Orioles are. They don't have players like the Orioles have some good up-and-coming players. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you watched Cedric Mullins this season or Ryan Mountcastle. They have some good young players. The Diamondbacks don't have a lot of that. And that's probably why there's articles right now out there about how Cattell Marte is the biggest name on the trade market right now. I don't know that he's available. I don't think that they're wanting to trade him, but right. now is the time that you would. And so I think bringing in experienced coaches... let me live. You can't dream. I don't why? like dreams. No. Because most of my dreams are nightmares. Um, Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that was dark. Yeah. <laughs> Brent Strom and Jeff Bannister and the coaching staff that's being put together around Tori Lavelle is being brought together for one reason, and it's to grow players. They feel they have players in this system, the Diamondbacks, and I think you and I have agreed on this all along this season. They have a pretty good minor league system. They've got some good prospects, some guys that are going to make that leap to the major league level in the next couple of seasons. I think this year you could make the case Paven Smith was one of those guys. Josh Rojas is ready to step up into a bigger role. Um, Seth Beer played pretty well in the very short term that he was in the major leagues. Um, Who am I forgetting? Dalton Varsho? was very, very good this season. Um, he really turned it on in the back half. So I think that the, the the design of this coaching staff is really not necessarily to make them a playoff team next season, but to grow the players well, that they have in the system. And and the coaches, obviously, they can't win games, right? The players have to win the games. So That's true. We'll see. Uh, I, I do like what they're doing with the coaching staff, though. Um, as soon as the D-backs hired, uh, the, the reports came out, they hired Brent Strom. Marcus Stroman went to Twitter and said, wow, that's a great hire for the D-backs. I would love to be able to play for someone like that. I feel that. like you never see that. Right. A player who's not even and involved I, in the story. And I'm not saying that Marcus Stroman is like, oh my God, he's going to come to the D-backs because Brent Stroman is here. It's probably not going to happen. But it's kind of cool that there's that perception out there like, oh wow, they got a really good coach. And so maybe some guys would want to come and play for him. It reminds me of when players around the NBA were commenting about the Suns getting Monty Williams. Right. Yep. And how many people came out and said Monty's this great guy? That stuff matters. Guy. It does. It totally matters. It matters. Especially for a team where Tori Lovello could have been fired at the end of the season, and you and I would not have batted an eyelash. Monty Williams is a huge reason why the Suns were able to go get Chris Paul. Yeah. So Right. I so, mean, I'm not saying Brent Strom's going to be bringing Justin Verlander with him or anything. No, like that. but he, no, but, you, but I get what you're already saying. Already not happening. <laughs> no, but but I get what you're saying is that you know building this depth chart of bench of of coaches rather is going to help them groom the players that they already have now i i know that may be kind of scary to some diamondbacks fans because the players that they have didn't do very well last year and yeah you'd be right about that but this is not a play for next season this is a play for the long haul for developing guys over time i mean i look at some of the roster decisions that they made uh i think yesterday was the deadline to get your 40-man roster set so I, I don't know if everybody follows this as closely as we do, but basically what happens is players who are not on your 40-man roster by yesterday, they're susceptible to the Rule 5 draft, which means they could be drafted by another team, and that player leaves your system for that team. And you don't get them back, necessarily. You only get them back if the other team doesn't want them. Doesn't keep them on their Major League roster. Right. 
Exactly. It's uh, a couple of years back. This is the last time I remember the D backs doing it. Oscar Hernandez. Yeah, they had him was for picked in the rule a five whole, draft. basically a whole season, and he didn't really. Play. <laughs> he wasn't really good. No. Yeah. And then they ended up. Uh, I think they put him down, and he ended up going back to Tampa Bay. Right. Yep. So Just, you get what a waste that was. Got, yeah. Thanks, Dave Stewart. Um, so <laughs> the D backs made some roster moves yesterday. Um, some that are interesting. Some that are not. Two of the more interesting ones is they added Cooper Hummel. Remember, Cooper Hummel was the main piece they got back for Eduardo Escobar Mm -hmm. at the trade deadline this year. He's probably a left fielder, has some catching experience, but I don't expect him to be a catcher. He is an interesting guy statistically. Really low batting average, really high on base percentage. I mean, this guy walks a ton. I mean, it's uh, it's like watching Moneyball where they talk about, do I care how he gets on base? You do not. So Cooper Hummel's interesting. Also, Christian Robinson, who we've talked about at length as being one of their top prospects, an outfield guy who has a huge ceiling, but also had some legal trouble. He uh, had an incident here in Arizona where he was walking around on the freeway. Uh, cop tried to get him into the car, cop car, and he punched the cop. So he's been stuck in the Dominican. Was it Dominican? I can't remember where he's from. Bahamas? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bahamas. Bahamas. He's been in the Bahamas, but he can't get back into the country because he's kind of caught in this chicken or the egg thing where I can't get back into the country because of the legal trouble, but also I need to solve the legal trouble in order to get back into the country. So it's interesting that they added these two guys to the roster. Yeah, um, Cooper Hummel. I'm, uh, he was in the fall league too, I believe. So he's been he's been getting some work in. I'm I'm interested to see where he fits in with this team. Um, I'm not sure if it's first base or the outfield or what whatnot. But uh, Christian Robinson being added too. I mean, you don't <laughs> you don't want to just lose a guy, right? You don't what? What are you laughing? At? I just clicked on Cooper Hummel. You know how I described him just now? Yes. Low batting average, high on base percentage? Yes. In the Arizona Fall League, he got 40 at-bats, or 40 plate appearances. Okay. Batting average, 192. On base percentage, 425. Oh, so he walks a lot. Like a lot. <laughs> like a lot. Uh, it doesn't even make sense. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I just had to that's, I had to go down that that's road. That's like Joey Gallo kind of, you know, that same type of thing. But he Joey never, Gallo doesn't get on base 425. That's true. You're no right. way. You're right. He hits a lot of dingers, but And I'm looking at all these on base percentages over the last <laughs> couple of years from uh Cooper Hummel. 429, 435, 432, 384, 397. He gets on base. Holy cow. Billy Bean gets on base. You do not care. <laughs> what was the line from the movie? Do I care how he gets on base? No, you do not. No, you do not. (laughs) That's Cooper Hummel. Uh, I'm glad he's on the roster. I mean, Uh, he's hitting 192, so it's not that great. Um, We'll see where he fits in. Uh, Because, again, his main position is first base, right? They already have Paven Smith Uh, and Seth Let me see where he's been playing in the fall league, but I see him as a left fielder, to be honest. Okay. That can work, too. I mean... He has catching experience, but I don't... don't That's what it was. He can play catcher. I don't think he's going to play catcher. Another catcher that's an outfielder. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) I don't... See, I I pitched that idea to you, I think, on a previous podcast. Could the Diamondbacks no longer carry a backup catcher and instead just have a bunch of players who also play catcher? who can play catcher if they have to. Marshall could play catcher. This guy could play catcher. (laughs) See who else we can get. Go get Kyle Schwarber. He was a catcher once. Kiner Falefa. He can play catcher. Won a gold glove at shortstop, didn't he? <laughs> he won a gold glove at third. At third, that's what it last was. year. Did he yeah. win one this year? I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. Uh, I don't remember. But yeah, I mean, the other interesting part was like you were talking about Christian Robinson. Like, like I was trying to say before you started laughing about Cooper Hummel. Sorry about uh, that. <laughs> it was you don't want to just let a 
kid that talented like Christian Robinson go to another team. Right, because what if it gets resolved? Right, exactly. And all of a sudden, you just lost your top prospect. And he's only 19 years old or 20 years old. Yeah. So you got some time with you him. You got to so, protect that guy. And hopefully they can get him some help with whatever mental issues he has. So anyway, but You yeah. want to know where Cooper Hummel played in the Fall League? Wasn't he on the Salt River rafters? No, not... I meant what position. Oh, position, yeah. Uh, he played <laughs> 42 innings in the outfield, 34 of which were in left. Okay. He played eight innings. The other eight innings were in right. Okay. He played 17 and two-thirds innings at catcher. Interesting. So he can play catcher. All right. I don't, okay. know, that, I don't know that he was any good at catcher. Yeah, but, interesting. Okay. But he's been playing a little That's bit in the know. fall league at catcher. That's good to know. That Doesn't hurt. Him, Doesn't could, hurt. That could help him make the team, sure. in all honesty. I, I, don't, I don't know that I expect him to make the team out of spring training. We, there was a guy like that on the team not too long ago. Chris Herman was that way. He was a catcher, but he played a lot in the outfield and other places. So, God, Chris Herman in the outfield. I know. I was at a game where he played center field. I'm pretty sure I went Somehow to Somehow not a single ball was hit toward him. I'm pretty sure I went to a game where it was Chris Herman in left field, Chris Owings in center field. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, who would have been the right fielder that day? I don't even remember, but God, that was not good. <laughs> For a while, I was worried the Diamondbacks didn't believe in outfielders anymore. Right. Like the Indians. The Indians didn't believe in outfielders for the last couple of seasons. I, I was really it's worried. The Guardians about that. now, Steve. Can we talk? Yeah, I know. Well, and that's going really well for them because <laughs> on the opening day, they opened up uh, the team store yep. with all new Guardian stuff. And yeah. I was all excited. I'm going to go buy a bunch of Guardian stuff. No, you're not. Are you really? Uh, I'm, I need I need Guardian okay. stuff. I can't okay. keep wearing all my Indian stuff because okay. that's, you know, yes. society thinks that's wrong now. <laughs> um, even though I did it my entire childhood and nobody complained. Um, but yeah, I was, I was going to buy some Guardian stuff, but then their sign fell <laughs> off of the front of the store. On day one, the sign fell and just oh, ripped the whole wall off. This is going to go well. Yeah, it's a bad this omen. It's going to go well. Um, also kind of D-backs related. Robbie Ray, who mm-hmm. we affectionately call Robert Raymond Esquire. Yes. He has he, earned that. He won the Cy Young Award. Yes, he did. In the American League. Yes, he did. What? Uh, he deserved it, too. He did. I he, mean, we knew that. Um, I heard um, from an ESPN report. I don't know what his ERA was last year. I think it was in the sixes. I'll find out. Um, I think it was in the sevens. what they reported was his ERA last year was the highest ERA in MLB history for a player in the previous year before winning a Cy Young award. Oh, okay. So like he had the he's like most improved basically Cy Young. best yeah most improved Cy Young award winner okay. from a year ago in terms of ERA in terms of his ERA that makes sense. Uh, yeah, what a freaking performance he had in 2021, man. He was so good, um, and I'm really happy for him too because he deserved it. Um, it just sucks because I I, I wanted it. him to do it in Arizona. I know, and we knew he was good. Look at 2017. Was it was it 2017? Yes, it was. That was the year where he was. I mean, almost considered in the Cy Young race. Yep, it was him and Granky. He had an ERA really in the twos that year. Yep, he was really good in 2017. Um, he was he was decent in 2019. Um, and then something happened. I don't know what happened, but something something happened with Robbie Ray in between 2019 and 2020 where he. He just looked lost on the mound. He was changing his delivery, changing his appearance, doing all this weird stuff to try and get right at the on on the mound, and it just nothing worked. They ended up trading him to the Blue Jays for Travis Bergen, Ugh. who then they traded back to the Blue Jays for cash. Ugh. So they really traded Robbie Ray for cash or nothing. They, 
or nothing. <laughs> yeah, because basically nothing. They probably used that cash on as Drupal Cabrera or Joaquin Soria. So nothing. Um, so the, and Robbie Ray wins the AL Cy Young Award this year. Um, last last year's ERA was six point six two. Yeah, so that over both teams, correct? For Arizona, it was seven point eight four. Yeah, so the the six way to go. The six the six one. Uh, so you saw he improved then. He improved as soon as he got out of Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was still bad in Toronto, but yeah. So, but his, what was the number? Six? Both, was it? In both leagues. Yes. Both he was 6.62. So that, that ERA was the highest ERA in the previous season before a player winning the Cy Young Award in MLB history. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, but I don't feel good about it. It just feels like I, I got scorned. By an ex lover, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like when you're when you break up with someone and they go on to have a relationship with somebody hotter than you. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. And you're just like, I've never had that happen to me. Okay, oh, Mr. Stud over here. <laughs> it's happened to the rest of us. Okay, <laughs> just trust me, it hurts. Oh, um, interestingly, his I mean, his whip this season was one point zero four. Ain't crazy. He was so good was in absurd. Toronto, dude. He beat out Garrett Cole. I know. He struck out 248 guys. In less than 200 innings. And he, like, didn't walk anybody. Which is crazy, because Robbie Ray would always walk people. He walked 52 people. Last season, he, he only walked 45, but they only played, like, five games last right. season. <laughs> right. He I'm had, exaggerating. He but had maybe seven kind of. starts, ten starts last year. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, pretty mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's atrocious. And, yep. So I, I I don't know. I feel scorned by Robbie Ray. I'm excited for him. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I, I'd rather he do well than not. Right. Because it doesn't affect the Diamondbacks now that he's not even in the National League. But um, then this happened yesterday. The New York Yankees, in while they were trying to figure out their 40-man roster like all the other teams, they DFA'd, essentially cut Clint Frazier. You're wondering, Steve, why do I care about Clint <laughs> Frazier? Uh, you probably don't, but two years ago, we did, because Clint Frazier was the name that everyone was throwing around as the possible trade chip that the Yankees could use to get Robbie Ray. And I think a lot of people in this market, you and I included, were pretty much okay with moving on from I, Robbie Ray for Clint Frazier. I wanted that deal to happen. Um, and it I, was pretty much a straight-up thing, if I remember. It would have been, uh, yeah. I like, maybe they would have thrown a little more. minor league stuff in there, but... Yeah. Um, the report was that the Diamondbacks wanted too much. They wanted Clint Frazier and Plus. and more yeah. for Robbie Ray. And the Yankees didn't want to do it. So that, that deal never happened. But I want Turns out that, they probably should have done it. Yeah, maybe. The Yankees probably should have. Well, the yeah. Diamondbacks, I don't know. Well, who knows if he goes to New York if he's the same guy he was in Toronto. Yeah, you don't know. You never know. But, but they literally got nothing out of Clint Frazier. Right. Because Clint Frazier was... One playing terrible this year, and then he has this vertigo issue where he's been he hasn't been able to play. Um, most of the I year. didn't know that. Yeah, it's a vertigo problem. Oh, so I don't know if that's something with his eyesight he need, or something like that. Is but that like uh? Remember, a, it's a balance. Remember a couple thing. years back, the Houston Rockets drafted a guy in the top ten, Royce White. Do you remember that? And they drafted him, and then he told the team, "Oh yeah, by the way, I can't fly." Do you remember that? No. And he never played in the NBA because he told the team, he was like, oh yeah, by the way, I can't He can't fly. go on planes? Can't go on a plane. Why? I think it was vertigo or something oh, like that. Something like that? 
and he like had stress Weird. issues where like oh, he geez. couldn't he couldn't travel and they're like well if you can't travel play in half of our games why would we <laughs> right you? like right. that doesn't make any sense that's interesting i didn't um, know that about Clifford. yeah so that's what he's been dealing with but not and we're not saying that the diamondbacks are going to go out and get clint frazier um but he's out they there could <laughs> i guess because i, well, I mean l- listen if he's not uh, they'd have to claim him off waivers right uh, he's it depends on if he's cleared i don't know if he's cleared waivers or not but yeah if he's been dfa then he's pretty much available yeah um he also was kind of blocked in New York. Yeah, Stanton. I mean, they went and Judge, got Stanton, Gallo. Judge is obviously one of their. Best I mean, he players. could play center even Brett, before Gallo. Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner is playing center field for them, and Brett Gardner is forty-five years old. Yeah, Aaron Hicks. He's Ooh, okay. He's okay. He's all right. He's no, kind of, he's making a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, um, he is. <laughs> but so does everybody in New York. Um, anyway, I just thought that was weird because not only did we, we get Robbie Ray wrong, we also got Clint Frazier wrong. Yeah, both like, of We got guys. both aspects of that trade completely yeah, wrong. Yeah, Robbie Ray ended up being the good player. So now that we've established how good we are at predicting things... Yeah, let's predict we, some more. How about we go through some uh, big free agents <laughs> that are available this offseason and uh, where they might go. Let's do it. Let's start with uh, who has already been off the market. Do you okay, know? yes, I do have that in front of me. Um, in terms of the big free agents, um, Eduardo Rodriguez... Yep pitcher for the Boston Red Sox the last few years has signed a five-year $77 million contract with the Detroit Tigers. So that's like a Bumgarner deal. Essentially. I it's believe almost ha- the same money. He has an opt-out also in the uh, 2024 season before the 2024 I gotta season, be honest so. with you, I don't think he's gonna want to opt out. Probably not. Because I don't think he's that good. He's never been that good. So $77 million. Uh, Brandon Belt Accepted the Giants' qualifying offer for a year and eighteen point four zero million dollars. Probably a good decision for him. Yeah, I don't think he's worth eighteen. Um, and then just scrolling on the first page of this list, Manny Pena went from the uh, Milwaukee Brewers to the Atlanta Braves. On he's a been two with year. the Brewers for a long time. Yeah, he's now with the Braves on a two-year, eight million dollar deal. Okay, so that's that. Everyone, Verlander. Else? Oh, Verlander too. You're right. Yeah, that's not on here. What the heck? Uh, Justin Verlander, uh, he went back to the Astros on a one-year $25 million deal with a player option for another $25 million. So essentially could be a two-year $50 million deal. Yes. That's pretty practical. I read today that the New York Yankees supposedly offered Verlander one-year 25. Same number, basically. Just I don't know if there was a second year attached to that. Maybe that's what it was. But he also has comfort level in Houston, obviously. Also, another weird deal was the Dodgers. They got free agency actually kicked off. They signed Andrew Heaney to a one-year, $8.5 million that's deal. That's a sneaky deal. Andrew Heaney's not good. He I don't was think bad. he's good. He was but, bad in New York. But how many how many guys are like that and go to the, the he, Dodgers and yeah, have impact? that's true. He, he did give up a lot of home runs. That's the only thing. He doesn't need to go there and be a stud. Apparently this list doesn't think Justin Verlander exists, so that's <laughs> fun. Uh, okay, so that's, that's about it, I believe. Okay, all right, give me some of the biggest free agents available, and then let's predict where we so think they're going to go. So this list I'm looking at on Fangraphs.com. It looks like it's ranking them by your favorite stat, war. What is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely everything. Say it again. <laughs> That's just how good the song God, goes. Good God, y'all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, so the person at the top of their list yep. is second baseman slash shortstop Marcus Simeon, mm. one of your favorite players, Yeah, by the way. He is. He's the best shortstop He is 31 available. years old. He hit over 40 homers. Yes, he did. I think he almost hit 50, if I remember right. We're, 
Where do you think Marcus Simeon ends up? Oh, that's we don't a have tough to one. give contract details. That's that's hard. So here's the that's here's difficult. here's what I know. I know that because he's older than all the other shortstop candidates, he's not going to be one of those guys who gets three hundred million dollars. He's going to be like a hundred twenty to hundred fifty okay. somewhere in that range. Okay, probably over like five years, right? And I know the Blue Jays want him back. The Blue Jays, here's the Blue Jays offseason. This is what they need to do. Get Robert Raymond Esquire back <laughs> and get Marcus Simeon back. That's it. That's all but I, mean. I don't know that they can accomplish both. Yeah. I think Simeon's probably comfortable with staying in Toronto and being a second baseman because Bo Bichette is the shortstop there. And I don't right. think he's supplanting him, even with the great season that he had. Um, The safe bet is to say Toronto. A okay. bolder decision would be something like Texas. Ooh, no. <laughs> no, nope, I figured it out. He's going to Detroit. You Okay. Because everybody's talking about how Carlos Correa is going to go to Detroit because of the A.J. Hinch connection, mm-hmm. and they have money to spend, and he's going to cost $300 million. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? I don't know. It's like it's a secret. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but the truth is, I don't think that the Tigers want to do that. I don't think they want to go all in on one guy. I think they would rather spread that money out a little bit. And like I just kind of mentioned, I think Marcus Simeon is – Probably just as good of a player, but at another position right now, and you can move him to shortstop and you'd be pretty comfortable with that, and he might cost half of what Correa does. I think Marcus Simeon will end up back in Toronto. Okay. I don't know what the years or money. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay. That's a boring pick. Next. No. Why? Why do you think he ends up in Toronto? Um, I just think the fit is perfect for him there. Yeah. Um, And they have money obviously to spend there i don't know what like if, is toronto considered a big market team I don't, i'm they're toronto, pretty much a country yeah they're they're <laughs> they're the only team in their country a major league baseball team in the country they should have a whole country yeah. paying for them so i i think that he'll end i don't know about robbie ray but uh i think simeon probably ends up back in toronto so you think simeon's the one they would keep over ray see yes. i think i kind of think the opposite because we talked about toronto last year and we we said the lineup is perfect it's the pitching that needs work, and then it turns out Robbie Ray was amazing. Um, but I think that they're. But are they going to want to spend a lot of money on Robbie Ray too? Because Robbie Ray is he's also down, thirty. Down, he's also down. thirty years old. Yeah, but so is Simeon. I know, but like Simeon is always good too. Simeon that's, is always good. Okay, that's fair. He's more consistent. Yeah. than Ray. All right, moving on. Carlos Correa. Oh, okay, well, here I we just, go. I just blew that one. Yeah. Um, Maybe you should wait till I read the names. Yeah. <laughs> I should be less bo- uh, more boring. I'll start with this. I okay, think, go. I think he's going to be in Detroit. I okay. think he's going to Detroit. Okay. I've thought that him and AJ Hinch had that long breakfast that apparently extended into lunch. Oh, oh, <laughs> two meals. Um, I think Detroit. Not saying they're all in, but they were kind of a surprise team this year. Seems um, good. Yeah, and I mean they are giving guys like Eduardo Rodriguez seventy-seven million dollars, so I could see them giving money to Carlos Correa too. But there has to be the other side. Does Carlos Correa really want to go play in Detroit when he could either stay in Houston and have another shot at a World Series, or maybe go somewhere else? I don't know. Can I tell you though? The the AL Central is kind of open too. I mean the White Sox are it good. Is. It is. Um, the Twins had a the huge twins, falling out. The Twins were surprisingly bad. Uh, the, the Indians slash Guardians yeah. can't even hang their sign. <laughs> and the Royals are not very good. No, they have one good player. Right. Well, so, maybe two. With Merrifield and Salvi. Merrifield yeah. and Salvi. Yeah. And Nicky Lopez is like, eh. They don't have any pitching, though. No, they have zero pitching. Um, I can't so even name a pitcher. I think Carlos Correa is going to the Detroit okay. Tigers. Can I make a comparison real quick? Yes. See what you think of this? Yes. If the Tigers went out and got 
Eduardo Rodriguez, Carlos Correa, and let's say they go all in and they go get one other name. Okay. Insert any name from the free agent market. Is that not exactly what the Miami Marlins did when they went and got Heath Bell, <laughs> Jose Ramirez, uh, Jose Reyes, and Jose Reyes? I, uh, I can't remember who the other big name was in that deal. There was another one, but they went out and they acquired a bunch of dudes. Yeah, they paid a bunch of money in free agency for pitcher, uh, middle of the order bat. And, was it Hanley Ramirez? Yeah, maybe. I can't even remember. But they went out and got a bunch of dudes, and then remember. it immediately backfired, and they immediately had a fire sale. Yeah. And traded all those guys. I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to... I do agree with you. The Tigers are up and coming. But they're not one good player away. Here's another comparison. The San Diego Padres, when they went out and got both of the Uptons and Matt Kemp and James Shields, they spent a lot of money. And Craig Kimbrell. Yeah. They spent a lot of money on and, and, uh, you know, trade assets on those guys. Teams that try to spend their way into contending. Will Myers. doesn't work. They got Will Myers that way, too. It doesn't work. Will Myers is the only guy left from all that in San Diego. Eric Hosmer? Or was he later? It was later. It was kind of later. Yeah, that was later. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, all right, moving on. Okay. Where, wait, where do you think Carlos Correa oh, is going to go? Damn, I was hoping you would. <laughs> um, Texas. The Texas the Rangers, Rangers will get Carlos Correa. The Texas Rangers the, do this every couple years. They go out and they sign somebody for say, a bunch of money. I was going to say, too, the Rangers have been a... a you know, and we'll get to this in a little bit. I think uh, if we get far uh, further down the list, they've been a, they've been kind of like that that team that's been mentioned a lot with getting players this year. They like to spend money. Yeah, so, they're a big and, market team, and they don't have any good players. They don't have any big contracts, so they can Agreed. do it, and they can move Kiner Falefa. Sure, he can play could. third again and win another Gold Glove. Right. All right, moving or on. Moving on here. Uh, our old friend, Starling Marte. Ooh, that's a good one. I'll start with this one. Okay. I think he's going to end up in the New York New York with the Yankees. Oh. I think he's going to be a Yankee. They need a center fielder. What's the deal with Gallo? Is he a free agent? No, he is arbitration eligible for this year, so he will so be back. So they have Stanton, they have, Judge, and Gallo. Right, but Stanton can DH. Yeah. And Gallo can play Any left. Any of them can DH. Well, yeah. Judge is a really good fielder, so they're going to have him in right, right. field. Gallo's a really good fielder. Right. They'll have him in left. And Marte's and, a great fielder And Stanton's left. not a good... and Or center. Yeah, I would have Marte in center. Probably. I think Starling Marte is going to be a New York Yankee. Wow. Okay. Oops, kicked the table. Sorry. I will... <laughs> hmm. I will counter your New York okay. with New York. Ooh, the Mets. The Mets. Ooh. I don't really have a good reason other than I feel like they have decent players. Mm-hmm. I like Pete Alonso in terms of power. I like um, Javi Baez is a free agent, but Francisco Lindor's locked up for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know that outfield is the position that they need the most. Michael Conforto is not there anymore either. So Okay. Well, without Conforto, He's a free yeah. Agent too. I, I think maybe there's a hole there. Uh, I do like Brandon Nimmo. Yeah, but Dominic I think maybe Smith, their outfield Dominic is Smith something. is okay. He's, He's not right. a very good fielder, but he can hit. Starling Marte could round out that outfield. Okay, and I know that I the Mets that have too. a lot of money, and they're constantly hiring new GMs. So why not? All right, go for another player. another old friend, Max Scherzer. Oh, that's easy for me. Go for it. He's going to be back with the Dodgers. I think so too. I know that he wants to be in California. I wonder if the Padres make a run at him again. But in free agency, they almost traded for him. They were close, but well, then they kind of did trade well, for him. Then Ken, he ruined it. Ken Rosen, <laughs> no, the Dodgers came along, but they are right, you can. The Dodgers right. ruined it. But then, can you also give us Trey Turner? Yeah, yeah, that whole jerks. Thing. Um, I he agree. He wants to be in California. I don't know that the Angels really appeal. 
to a guy like Max Scherzer, who really all he has left is left in his is career win, is to win winning World Series championships, yeah, which he's yeah. already done. Sure. But still, um, and there's a whole thing too with the Dodgers. Is Clayton Kershaw going to be back? So, um, Ooh, we should do that one next. Okay, Clayton Kershaw, Texas. That's that's the thing I've been seeing too. I'm gonna every, Texas he's for from everybody. Texas. Trevor Story, Texas. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to try to get ahead of it, but I do. I do think you're right. I think Kershaw's decision affects Scherzer a little bit, but I think Scherzer. Yeah. I don't think he would have allowed the trade to the Dodgers if he didn't plan on being there long term. I think, and vice versa. I think Max Scherzer is going to be back with the Dodgers. I think Clayton Kershaw is going to be back with the Dodgers. Okay. Both of them will be back. And that's, it sucks. That's because, like poetic justice. Because they also have they I think they're gonna find a way to get out from Trevor Bauer's contract. He, yeah. He officially picked up his option. I'm like, oh, really? Shocker. Then they'll uh, go out and get some other amazing right. pitcher. They'll like trade for I don't know, Sandy Alcantara or something like that. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. They'll get like a really awesome right. player. All right, moving on to the okay. next guy. Carlos Rodon. Rodon? Rodon? Rodon. Can't ever remember. Uh, safe pick. Is to go with Chicago again. Yeah. Chicago is... Let me guess. Texas. (laughs) Texas. No. (laughs) Uh, Chicago is the cream of the crop in the AL Central. You talked about that earlier. I don't think they want to give that up, certainly. So would they be willing to overpay a little bit to keep their rotation intact? They've got Lance Lynn, who's a really good pitcher. All of their position players are pretty set, too. Like Abreu, Luis Robert, Moncada. They're pretty young, too. Mm -hmm. Eloy Jimenez. Yep. They're all pretty young guys, and they're all set. So that's that's one of the names where I would not be shocked to see him go back. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to be in a, a White Sox uniform again. I don't know what his market is, by the way. He's a lefty, right? He's a left-handed pitcher. He's 29. Um, that's a pretty good market yeah. to be in, though. All right. Look, uh, what, look what happened with Patrick Corbin. Yeah. I think they could be comparable uh, talent-wise Patrick Cor- at the time that they that signed. That did not work out no. uh, for Washington. He made at least. like $150 million Yeah, I mean, they did win a World Series with him on the team, but yeah, still. Uh, next Juan Soto is the reason they won the World Series. <laughs> next up is Kevin Gosman. I think he'll be back in San Francisco. Yeah, I hate to be boring. but Me too. But, but the way he's pitched in San Francisco, he... It reminds me a lot of when Jake Arrieta was the worst pitcher in baseball history with the Orioles and then goes to the Cubs and becomes the best pitcher in baseball. And Gosman's done something similar. Yep, I agree with that. So I I don't know why the Giants would move off of him. I think he'll be back. And they've got money to spend. He is 31, so he's probably not going to get a long-term contract. I think their Chris Bryant decision is more impactful than the Gosman decision. That's coming up. Okay, fair enough. Sorry. Next up, Freddie Freeman. If it's not Atlanta, what is it? I don't know. I really have no idea. I don't even know who else would want a first baseman. I mean, you'd want Freddie Freeman, but I don't well, know. Well, the Yankees could. Uh, Rizzo's a free agent. Rizzo's a free agent. Luke Voigt is okay, but he's been injured. You know what I've been hearing about New York? I don't know if this is legit or not. What? Matt Olson. I've heard that as well. Trading for it seems like the it, everyone thinks the A's are going to have a kind of a mini fire sale here well, and trade and trade Matt Olson and Matt Chapman. There's been a lot of moving pieces. Bob Melvin wanted out. Of Bob there. Melvin left for the Padres, which you never see in baseball except for Joe Madden. Um, <laughs> yeah. Billy Bean was rumored maybe to want to go to New York for the Mets. Obviously, he didn't end up doing that. But right. uh, yeah, there could be a fire sale in Oakland. I think Freddie Freeman. I'd rather have Matt Olson. Can I say that than Freddie Freeman? Really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Younger. I think he's just as solid at first base. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he carries a lot of the same uh, hitting abilities. The, Freddie Freeman's a great leader, don't get me sure. wrong. 
the the whole what I've seen recently about Freddie Freeman the hang up is the Freddie wants a sixth year on a contract and the Braves aren't sure they want to give it to him. Boy, where have I heard that? Before? Um, and a six year would put Freddie Freeman at four at uh, thirty eight years old at the end of the contract. Give so, it to him. Um, thirty eight's not. Remember when Albert Pujols took a ten year deal and <laughs> right. it took him to forty three? Right. Um, do the deal. I think Freddie Freeman ends up back in Atlanta. You just want um, a World Series. Yeah, do the deal. come on, dude. He's he's the face of your franchise. Here's the here's one that can get interesting. The next guy, Nick Castellanos. Oh, I'll go first. Okay, the Los Angeles Dodgers. No, I think he'll be a Dodger. Uh, that would mean Chris Taylor probably leaves. Probably, yeah. But that's an upgrade. Um, they bat, could in terms of bat, they could stick. Well, I mean, here's the thing: if they get Castellanos, someone's got to pay the price, right? Yeah, Bellinger. He plays center. Pollock. Left. Betts is in right. Oh, shoot. We're running out of position. I think Pollock. Can Mookie play second base? He can, but you That's have, what Gavin, I do in MLB you have Gavin Lux, and you have Trey Turner if Corey uh, Seager comes back. Oh, no. Um, There's too many people. So, Nick Castellanos, I think he'll be a Dodger. No. And I think that the guy who loses playing time might be Cody Bellinger if he doesn't. No. Doesn't. He won an MVP. He sucked last year. Yeah, he was really He turned bad. it on the playoffs, though. He was really bad. Um, Pollock was good for them last year. He really was. And I hate, I hate to say it because I yeah. dislike A.J. Pollock. But, um, yeah, they're not going to give up on Pollock yet. So, I don't know. I, I'm, Do they run a four all-star outfield <laughs> rotation? Also, got to remember, we might have a DH next year. We might have a universal oh, DH next year. And, and Nick Castellanos would be a really good DH. Uh, yeah, he would be. Because he's not like a great outfielder. I'm going to go with that, the Dodgers. Wow. I'm going to say... I'll probably be wrong, but that's okay. I've been hearing, I've been reading a lot about Miami. Interesting. Wanting Nick Castellanos. He's from Florida, which uh-huh. I don't know if, how much that matters. Although matters I said the same little. thing about Clinton Kershaw. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Miami's interesting. They have a really good rotation. Really good the, young rotation. The NL East is kind of like... It's a little open. I mean, the Braves are still going to be good. They're going to get Acuna back. Yeah. Um, they're going to get Soroka back. The Braves are arguing about but, whether or not they want to have Freddie Freeman right. on their team. Do so, you really think we'll that they see. have enough money to go get another guy? No, I'm just saying they're getting guys that were their best player back. Yeah. And their best pitcher back next year. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, they're bringing back Charlie Morton. Uh, but... I mean, the Phillies. How are interested are the Reds in bringing back Castellanos? I don't know. He opted out from. He. It's not like they got rid of him. He opted right. out of his deal to make more money. Yeah. So I just don't know. They could bring him back. I guess but, they're an interesting but lineup. They, they've been. They let Wade Miley go, who was their probably their best pitcher. Yeah, you're they right. They traded him. Yeah, you're right. They trade him, or did he? Go on waivers. I can't remember. I think he went on waivers. They yeah. they put him on waivers. And there's been rumors that they might want to trade Sonny Gray as well. And Luis Castillo has uh, been out there in rumors too. So it he seems had a like bad year too. Yeah, but he's got he had a really, bad year, but then an awesome year. Really good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Nick Castellanos. Okay. Where do you Miami? Where, you think Miami? Oh okay. yeah. I mean, that's what I've been hearing. Lately. Okay. I don't know. Here's here we go. Robert Raymond Esquire, the AL Cy Young Award winner. That's the one that I feel more comfortable saying Toronto. Okay. I think that when you win the Cy Young, it's really hard to let that guy walk. Okay. I think they will overpay for Robbie Ray, which rhymes. Hmm. I, I will pick it. I also, overpay for Robbie I, Ray. I, I also want to lean Toronto. Yeah. 
But just just do it. But just you it. saying that the Yankees offered oh, no. Verlander oh, no. one year twenty five, which means older. they're able to pay a pitcher twenty five million. Robbie might Dark be worth horse, more though. Robbie Ray to the Yankees. Oh gosh. And they I don't, don't know, even man. and they don't even have to give up Clint Frazier anymore. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's an interesting pick. I, I accept that. Okay. I accept that. Eduardo Rodriguez also already signed. So yeah, next no, up. I don't think he's that this good. is an interesting one. Okay. Corey Seager. That is an interesting one because the Dodgers They don't need to bring him back. Don't need him. But he's really good, and he's 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 been really good for for the Dodgers for a I'm long, thinking uh, out loud long though. Time. Yeah, left-handed bat. Your outfield, you do have Bellinger. Yeah. Your infield, you do have Muncie. Mm-hmm. So Lux you, is also left-handed. I see him as a bench player. Corey Seager or Lux? Lux. Okay. No, uh, not, yeah, not Seager. Yeah, Lux, Lux is a bench player for me. Yeah. Until he proves otherwise. Sure. Which he might get the sure. chance to do if either uh, if they somehow lose Corey Seager. Um, I'd bring Seager back. I'm a little concerned. I know he had a pretty decent year, but I'm a little concerned that Justin Turner might be at the end of his time with the Dodgers. He's older. so He doesn't bring a ton defensively to the so table. So Seager could move to third? Maybe. Down the line? I think Corey Seager will be back with the Dodgers. I think he's going to go back. Okay. That's the safest bet. Again, I don't think that the Dodgers went out and got Scherzer and Turner without thinking ahead of what they were going to do with Corey Seager. A dark horse there could also be the Tigers. Seager, they're the looking for a shortstop. Yeah, they. I mean, we already talked about they might be willing to pay three hundred yeah. million for Correa. Why not pay yep. a bunch for Seager? I think he'll get less than Correa. All right, but N- still, really a lot of money. Next up, another shortstop, Javi Baez. A lot of the talk has been either the Mets or the Cubs. Going back to the Cubs? Yeah, and I don't know how much I love the argument for the Cubs. The argument is that, oh, Chicago loves him. He, right. won, a, he won a World Series there. I'm like, yeah. But- how many times do we hear, like, oh, we traded him, but we'll just get him back? Right. And that, that, that hardly ever with, happens with, with Escobar. We talked about it with Escobar. Yeah. And I don't even know that that's on anybody's but radar. But seeing, seeing the way he's handled New York, though, Javi Baez... Cubs fans will never get on him like that. What was he doing? He was booing the fans. He so thumbs down. They were not the fans. playing well, and they were booing the Mets. Yeah. And when they do something good, he decided. Him and Lindor decided it would be funny to, to boo the fans. Thumb, give the fans the thumbs down. That was their like. Oh, I got a big hit. Thumbs down because we were getting booed. What that's a moron. Stupid. Yeah, that's really idiot. It's really dumb. Um. So I mean, that's the one where I can actually see if. if but he played well in New York. I know. I know that. So no, I'm just I'm just feeding the other side. I mean, like on the one hand, yeah, the relationship was a little weird and rocky, but at the same time, he played really well, and he likes Lindor. Yeah, and I feel like Javi Baez might be comfortable playing second base. Maybe if he's playing next to a really That's good friend, where he started in second base with the Cubs. He's he can a do shortstop. It. I know he should be a shortstop somewhere. Um, but he's got a I'm lot gonna of say, swing and miss. Too. I'm going to say I'm going to say he goes back to the Cubs. Okay, That's not boring. I like that. Yeah. The Cubs. Let's I'll say the I'll say the Mets. Okay, but I already have Starling Marte going to the Mets. <laughs> I don't know the Met, the Mets and the money. The Mets and the Rangers are just going to sign everyone. All right, this one's interesting because I have no idea, honestly. Okay, Chris Bryant. <laughs> I the was gonna... Ar- the Arizona Diamond. No, Damn it! Right. I was going to say the Mets. Um, <laughs> I think if Marte doesn't work out in New York, I could see Chris Bryant going to the Mets. Uh, I don't see the Cubs coming back for Chris Bryant. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. 
I think they would rather have Javi Baez back than Chris Bryant. Even think, though Chris Bryant's the one that baseman. won the MVP. Who needs third baseman? Is he even going to play third base? I mean, he could play. He left, doesn't have to. He could play left field. He could be a first baseman, but yeah. that's really devaluing. He doesn't him. have to. I mean, he's played some center field, but I don't like that. Hmm. I don't have a great fit for him. If the Nick Castellanos thing doesn't work out in Miami, could Miami go after Chris Bryant? I the Arizona Diamondbacks. No, stop it. Why not? The Diamondbacks' most expensive player is Bumgarner, eighteen and a half million dollars, and the next highest is like less than ten. It's probably like know, seven. Chris, or eight. Is Chris Bryant really going to get all that? He was only his WAR three point six. It's not great. He's a former MVP player. I know. He's which young. wasn't that long ago. He's thirty years old. He's got positional flexibility, and he's a pretty good defender yep. at those positions. He he's not bad. I just want to live in dreams sometimes, um, but you never let me. Um, I don't know. I don't know where Chris Bryant man, goes. That's, that's a hard tough. one. There's a lot of places I could see him ending up. I got one that's maybe a dark horse here. Okay, go. And I've heard it because he was. It was a rumor before that they tried to trade for him. The Washington Nationals with Chris Bryant. Mm-hmm. There was a rumor mm. where, with back they were trying to trade for him from the Cubs, but the Cubs wanted Victor Robles, and the Nationals said no. Yeah. Uh, well, we do know about the Nationals that they like to go big. Mm-hmm. Mike Rizzo does like to go big. I mean, we talked about Patrick Corbin and, um, they got Max Scherzer a while ago. Yeah. Big, big money deal. Yeah. They're not afraid to make the big money deal, but, Soto but the problem help. is they're as an organization, they're not anywhere near. They just traded, contending. they just traded their best, two best players. Are you really going to go get Chris Bryant when all you have is Juan Soto and, mm-hmm. Steven Strasburg is still okay, I guess. When he's not injured, which is more often. Which is never. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't see Washington. <laughs> That's a good dark horse but yeah. because of the, the tendencies of the front I'm office. I'm guessing he'll end up back in San Francisco because he fits them well. He does. Um, with Especially, like you were saying, the They just spent the $18 million on Brandon Belt. Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't do everything you can to bring yeah. everybody back. Plus, by the way, they just lost Buster Posey. That's true. So That's you, true. I mean, he's not playing every day, but right. he's some offense. All right, moving on. Trevor Story. You can't okay, go. I can't go Texas again. Can I? <laughs> Texas, Texas, Texas. He'll play. He'll play second base. Um, I do like Texas as an option, if not for who did I put in Texas earlier? Another shortstop, Simeon. Simeon. Okay. So if it's not Simeon, I do like Texas for Trevor Story. I think they're in the market for a shortstop. They spend a lot of money. That makes sense to me. He had a down year. Trevor Story. He did. I think he's one of the most well-rounded shortstops. He's a really good glover. Um, I think he might even be better with the glove than Troy Tulowitzki was in Colorado. He was really good with it for a while. Troy Tulowitzki might have been the best player in baseball for a hot minute. Um, Story's got great power. Didn't put it all together this year. Let's see. I mean, he's going to be on one of these teams that loses out on their shortstop. What team is is losing their shortstop? Could you see that if the Toronto Blue Jays... (sighs) If the Toronto Blue Jays <laughs> lose out on Marcus Simeon, do they consider doing what they did with Simeon, which was moving him to second base? Do they consider doing that with Maybe. another player like Javi Baez or Corey Seager? Yeah. I could sure as hell see Corey Seager working out at second base. He doesn't have to have massive range at second. I'm going to go with a team, and I they don't really have that shortstop. The St. Louis Cardinals. They have Paul DeYoung. Who is replaceable? Tommy Edmond plays second. Yes, he does. Plays it very well, too. Yeah. I'm going to go with the St. Louis Cardinals. That's an interesting fit. I don't know what the money situation is. I don't is. know either. 
Because Trevor Story is going to cost you what twenty five million a year, maybe. But he had a down, like you said, he twenty had, plus he had a down year. He's twenty nine. Um, That's a lot of money to put in your infield. Yeah, Paul Goldschmidt's Arnato, like thirty a year. Arnato and Arnato's Paul like thirty a year. Money is no object. Uh, well, not to you. <laughs> not, to, not to you. I turn ignore budgets on when you I make, play the show. So. <laughs> you make the big bucks on this podcast. Yeah. I get it. Great. Yeah. Okay. You got any other good ones? Um. Let's see. Let's keep going here. Do any um, do any intrigue you lower down that like Chris Taylor is intriguing to me. Chris Taylor, okay. I like yeah. I, I've said this before. I would love if the Diamondbacks went and go went and got Chris Taylor. It's going to cost too much. I know it would solve their center field. Yeah, it would solve a lot of things. Cause I anywhere. you know what I read yesterday that I found intriguing was somebody suggested maybe the Boston Red Sox go after Chris Taylor, and that's interesting because interesting. They that's what they Ke- did with Kike. They got Kike, yeah, yeah. And it's a similar type of player coming from the same organization in Los Angeles. Here's another one. Okay. Eduardo Escobar. Yeah. So we talked during the regular season that he seems like a likely candidate for the Diamondbacks to go after. They still need a third baseman. They don't really have any third baseman coming in the minor leagues. He loved being here. He loved it here. Culturally, he fit in really well with guys like Cattell Marte and David Peralta. and They, they, they just had a really good vibe. Um you know, back when they were winning games at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And everybody loves him. He loved it here. It makes sense. But here's the thing. I've been reading a lot of national stuff lately about where free agents are going to end up, and nobody has Arizona on his radar. Nope. Nobody. Nope. Now, is that partially, like, you know, the national local bias? Like, you know, they don't know what we know? Yeah, maybe that's part of it. But also, nobody expects the Diamondbacks to go and get a player that might be worth, what, what was he worth, like 10 to $12 million a year? I would say so. Ten probably. plus, maybe. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. an all star. Yeah, granted he had, he had to be. a good year. <laughs> they he needed somebody year. to be yeah. an all star. He had I, a decent year. Um, I'm not going to pick Arizona. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, I think he stays in Milwaukee. Yeah, I think he stays. I mean, there. That's, that's a safe bet. Um, let's do a couple more. Maybe a couple re- more pitchers too. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's wrap up with a couple pitchers. Uh, there's a couple relief pitchers that are interesting to me. Okay. Rysel Iglesias. Oh. Had a really good season for the Angels, who weren't very good. Sure did. That's interesting. See, I think the big pitchers in free agency tend to go to contending teams mm-hmm. because everybody needs everybody needs bullpen help. I mean, you could say the Diamondbacks need bullpen help. Technically, they need everything in the bullpen. Yeah. Um, but for a guy like Rysel Iglesias, um, is Craig Kimbrell a free agent? No, he he he's went, locked up. I believe he went back to the White Sox. Okay, gotcha. So Let I was gonna say that. I was gonna say I could see the White Sox going after another like closer type. They seem like the kind of team that's comfortable having multiple options at the back end. Um, other contending teams that might need that. If the Giants feel that they're legit, I could see him staying in California and going to the Giants. You know what? I think Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, they picked up. They picked up his they had an option. option. Okay, but there's a chance he could get traded. All right, well, yeah, there's always that option. So, but that's just the that's I, a lot of moving pieces. Quickly to get him looked in up articles, and you know, people are on in on Craig Kimbrell. Just off the top of my head, I mean, that's the first one that comes to mind for me. Is is I think of San Francisco. I mean, they had a good bullpen this year. Like they had they had great rotation pieces. Jake McGee and Rogers and all those guys. You throw a flamethrower like Iglesias at the end? I'd love that. They have that kid. I can't remember his name, but he throws the... He's this scrawny little kid that throws 100 miles an hour. Can't remember his name. Doval? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
He was their closer at the end of the You've year got last year. McGee. You've got Rodgers. That, that'd be an interesting bullpen. Yeah. You add Rysel Iglesias to that. I just please don't be the Dodgers. That's all I care about. Just please don't be the Dodgers. They have too uh, many good, too many good players over there. Any other pitchers? Um, yeah, uh, another one, another reliever. Kenley Jansen is a free agent. Oh, speak of the devil. Had probably one of his best years last year and his final year with L.A. I think he'll probably be back. Don't you? He's a legacy reliever in my they mind. There's not a lot of those, Honestly, by the though, way. like they could let him go and Blake Trinan could be their closer. He is nasty. Yeah. Blake Trinan Kenley is Jansen's crazy. not what he was at his No, at but his he prime. had a good year last year. Yeah. Um... Again, it's so hard with relievers because every team can use one. Uh, right. So any team would be... Like, I could name any team in the league right now and you'd be like, that's a good fit. Yeah. Um, but uh, realistically, yeah, the Dodgers are probably at the top of the list. Could a team that's not a contender right now, that has a lot of money to spend, get desperate and go after a guy like that? Like like Texas. If, they, Texas. if Texas decides to do what I've been proposing, which is go get a big name shortstop and go get a big-name starting pitcher like Kershaw, who lives in Dallas. I mean, if you're going to do those things, then you might as well do your whole Miami Marlins fire sale thing yeah. and go get a reliever. Right. Add a, add a bat, add a starter, add a reliever. I mean, I know earlier I was talking about the dangers of doing that, but if you're going to go all in... I... Okay, if it doesn't work out, at least you can trade those guys. <laughs> you know? At least yeah. you could trade those guys. No, you could, but it's, I mean, it's difficult to sign a big free agent deal and, and then move away. Guy. Right. Because then the other team that's receiving him has no control over the financials. Unless there's like op- team options or something in there yeah, somewhere. That's true. All right. So that's something I think one agents. of the most intriguing free agents is Nick Castellanos still. I do too. Positional flexibility, but also like he's an underrated bet. Yeah. The way I view Nick Castellanos right now is how I viewed JD Martinez before he got traded to Arizona. Like an underrated top ten hitter in baseball over right. the last couple of years, no one really nobody thinks of him. That yeah, way. no one really thinks of him. And they also happen to play the same position, mm-hmm. corner outfield. Mm-hmm. Neither of them are that good at fielding. That's what how. Are, I what are the Diamondbacks going to do, Steve? Nothing. They're, They're going to do, do anything. Um, I don't know if you have the list in front of you. Probably not anymore. But like. They're going to. Here's what I know they're going to do. They're going to go out and they're going to find a closer. That closer will be somebody who's in his mid 30s, early to mid 30s, and has closing experience elsewhere, but has either been injured or has been struggling lately. They're going to go find a guy who has closing experience, but nobody views as a closer anymore. And that's going to be the Diamondbacks closer. It's what they do. Well, Daniel Hudson is out there. Bingo. Daniel Hudson. (laughs) <laughs> think about no, but think about this. And we talked about the Diamondbacks next year. Record means nothing next year because I don't see this team competing. So bring back a guy like Daniel Hudson, who started in Arizona, was supposed to be a great starting pitcher, and actually was when he played. Went through several major arm surgeries, comes back, has a, a full career as a reliever. Participates. Wasn't he on the uh, Nationals championship team? Yeah, I think he, he was. was their closer. Yeah. So, I mean, like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Well, uh, Sean Doolittle was also... He was close, but Daniel Hudson closer. was closing games. They were kind of co During the World Series, he gotcha. was closing games. Uh, Daniel Hudson's perfect. Yeah. And, and he then, fits the narrative. Here's, an, here's another guy. Just looking at the guy. <laughs> just looking at the guys that are 36 yeah. and up. Uh, Adam Ottavino, too, is a free agent. I could see it. 
Yeah, I don't I don't like it as much. Me neither, but he, I, he was never as good as Daniel Hudson. Just looking does. at your going with your theme. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at look at history. History hey, tells us what they're guess going who's to do. Who's a free agent again? Uh Fernando Rodney. No. It's like fifty. Archie Bradley. Yeah. He is. I don't think he'll come back, but I think he would want to. Maybe. He would instantly be I think he'd rather be on a contender. You you'd think so. I don't know if he has that option at this point in his career, but um Sergio Romo. No. <laughs> He's too quirky. He throws like eighty three. Oh uh, man. No. But I mean that that's what history tells us though. Fernando Rodney was an older guy who had yep. closing experience. Brad Boxberger, Greg Holland, uh who else? There have been others. Um Joaquin Soria was hired for that role. You could kind of argue Tyler, Tyler Clippard, Clippard was yeah. hired for that role. Yep. Yep. I mean, that's what history that's tells just us what about they the do with the with the closer spot. They they're not going to go find... out and spend twenty million a they're year not. on a player, they're, especially a relief pitcher. They're not I agree with you. That. Chris Taylor would solve a lot of problems, but they're not going. But they're to not going to do that unless I'd somehow love... magically Chris Taylor is worth eight million a year. I'd love to be proven wrong, or magically they decide to spend a lot of money, which is not going to happen. No, that's not going to happen either. So sorry. All right. That's okay. So anyway, we just made our predictions, sort of. <laughs> Some of them. They're all going to be wrong. They're all going to Texas. Or <laughs> They're all going to Texas or the Yankees. Yeah, exactly. Or the Dodgers. All right. Well, I'm glad that we were able to make these predictions, and then we can uh, reflect on them in a couple of months. <laughs> how and, wrong they are. Or in a couple of hours, likely. <laughs> and uh, we'll see how we did. Oh, but my gosh. Anyway, uh, we thank you so much for checking out the podcast this week. We're going to be following all things free agency. Maybe there's some trades. Who knows? I mentioned Matt Olson. That would be big. Um, we'll keep an eye on all things that are moving around in the uh, MLB offseason, including there could be a lockout. I we didn't even talk oh my about that. God, sorry, I didn't mean to like bring that on. I didn't Yay! Want, I don't strike! Want to, I don't want to speak it into existence. Yay! But it could happen, and it could impact what the Arizona Diamondbacks are able to do this offseason. Give me the universal DH, please. Thank you. Yeah, that would be nice. All right, we're gonna wrap up the podcast. Thanks so much for checking it out. I'm Steve Zinsmeister. That's Cody Fincher as well. It is the Ain't No Fang podcast here at ArizonaSports.com and on the Arizona Sports app. We'll be right back.